What up, nerds? Welcome to another episode of Bank Black and Nerd Culture, the show where we talk about superhero, comic book, nerd, sci-fi, all the kind of stuff that you love, but we give it to you from the black side and the black perspective. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Kevin Channel. I'm your boy, Tricky, the stand-up comic, best stand-up comic in Houston, Texas, baby. And uh, yeah, man, we're about to give y'all this uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We're about to give y'all the whole shaft. We gave y'all a little bit. We gave y'all just the tip last week, right after the movie. We gave you the instant reaction, but this time we're giving you the full penetration, dog. Let's we go. Deep, we deep diving. We deep diving. Into yes. This. About to give you the full pecker. <laughs> <laughs> we're going all in. We're going all in like Lil Wayne and Drake, dog. What's up, Kev? Not much, man. I'm, um, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about this movie. I've actually had time to separate and think about it some more, and I, I really want to see it again. There's clips and stuff that I, I want to revisit. But other than that, man, how you doing over your end? Man, I'm feeling good. Feeling great. Feeling great. How are you? Uh, yeah, man. I, I feel the exact same way, bro. Uh, it was good. I loved doing the instant reaction. And we will do that. Can we just say 2023 has an incredible slate of, of movies coming out. Some of them have already came out, but yeah. uh, this this is just a great year for, for film and cinema, TV as well, man. You know, we got some really good stuff to look forward to. Yeah, we, we were just talking about it earlier today. We got uh, Into the Spider-Verse uh, 2. two. That's coming. Can't can't wait for that. We got Doom 2 coming. Still uh got yes. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is coming. Uh I, I mean, bro. Oh, yeah, that's your that's your stuff right there. I'm I'm looking forward to Doom, but yeah, I know. I can't Oppenheimer. Bro, you got yeah. Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. is gonna be in there, bro. It's gonna be great. Oh, uh, why'd you spoil that? I didn't even know. You ain't know. I haven't looked at any trailers for it. I seen like a brief clip of it, and I was like, "All right, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm gonna check out." Dude, he gonna shoot a nuke out the Iron Man suit to Japan, bro. It's gonna be crazy, <laughs> dog. <laughs> Amazing. It's gonna be nuts. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, it's, it's. I know I'm forgetting a lot of them, man, but uh, just a lot of good movies coming out. So we. It's we just the movies. That's not even the streaming stuff coming out. Yeah, for real, bro. So it's it's a lot of good stuff to look forward to, man. But I think. We definitely kicked off the summer season right with with this movie, with the Guardians movie. And, uh, you know, we gave you all the instant reaction and we had a little bit of time to to soak on it. Because I think coming out of the movie, bro, I was so hype on it. I know you were hype on it. But after a couple of days of of calming down and coming down, uh, I think we were both inclined to, like, give it a 10. I give it a 10. But now, after a couple of days, bro, I will I will ask you the same question that we usually start out the show with. Did you like it? After a couple of days of soaking, after a couple of days of thinking about it, man, how you feeling now? Did you you still hype? You still on cloud nine, or have you come down a little bit? I mean, I, I still still like it, man. I still I think the hype is real on it. Um, I mean, there's a couple of nitpicks here and there, but overall, I mean. Once again, I still have fun with it. I still want to, like I said before, want to see it again. See the see all the little things that I didn't pick up on the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm bro. <laughs> Just to let the audience know, I know they can't see us. You know, I have my microphone like right up to my face and I'm wondering so bad 
why it stinks. And I just it just dawned on me. It's like if, uh, I, if I'm if I'm talking directly into the microphone and it stinks, it's me. It's obvious. It's obviously me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's a problem on my part because <laughs> i was in my mind i'm like yo this is rancid why does this microphone stink i'm I'm trying to call the microphone manufacturers i'm all pissed and i'm like oh shit i don't yo. know maybe it's me <laughs> hey man you remind me of that uh episode of spongebob when he eats that that rancid uh sandwich <laughs> and he's like killing it kill everybody he thinks he's ugly <laughs> <laughs> SpongeBob the goat. Sends your eyebrows off, man. Yeah, man. So this gonna this this episode is gonna be a struggle to get through. Uh <laughs> don't don't be a stake my all your life, man. That's this. Yeah. Surprise, <laughs> Bob. It's a problem. <laughs> anyway, um <laughs> I'm with you, bro. I'm with you, man. I'm still hype. I'm still hype uh, on the movie as well, man. I thought it was amazing. Uh, but we're going to get to it, of course. Before we end this episode, right before we end it, we are going to give it our bank deposit score. Our bank deposit score consists of uh, one stack being, you know, I ain't, I ain't trying to pay. Well, actually, zero stack to five stacks. Zero stacks being, I ain't paying no money to see this movie. Five stacks being, bro, take my money. Take all of it and you know just get this give it so we're gonna uh we're gonna give it our bank deposit score and we're gonna tally it up with the rest of the movies that we've done in the past and we're gonna see where it ranks uh the all-time greats uh speaking of all-time greats we did a ranking man you know we did a yeah. ranking we did our top 10 marvel movies of all time um not to get into recency bias or, or let recency bias influence our top 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 ten rank, but would it? Would 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 this uh would this shake things up on the top ten ranking at all? Do you think? Oh this- man, I didn't even I didn't even got to that point or thought about that just yet, man. Would Guardians? Um, everybody listening, would Guardians of the Galaxy three be in your top ten MCU films of all time? Holla at me in the comments, man. Y'all let us know. But what you think, yeah. Kev? Would it would it shake up? Would it shake up the list for you, bro? Man, it, it's 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 a good movie. But if, to me, the way I look at the list is what how the those movies influence the MCU, influence uh, media. That's just me. It's not always about just was it a good movie that I enjoy it. How did how did it how did it move everything on the spectrum of movies my my entertainment uh did it change anything did it add anything to to the overall narrative of the mcu uh did it you know how did it appeal to others too sometimes i mean you know it's, it's your opinion but sometimes you take those things into consideration at least for me yeah at least for me so it's really gonna be interesting because i know if you view marvel right now some people are kind of saying it's in a little bit of a lull we've kind of go back and forth about aspects of movies that we liked uh didn't like between um multiverse of madness and quantum mania on things we liked and didn't like right yeah uh so i'm kind of curious to see with them uh, with the way the the audience is you know responding what's it going to be for the next marvel movie not not the marvels because i think marvel's already kind of set in stone and what they're going to what's going to be but the movie after Marvels, you know, how does that play into 
uh, MCU? How's it play into how they're going to address movies? And then you also got to think about this this writer strike too. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. So that's a good point. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully that gets resolved soon. Because uh, you're right, these movies could suffer due to to due to the writer strikes. But at the same time, the writers spread writers play a pivotal part in making these movies. You know, yeah. so they deserve yeah. their credit. Plus, a very interesting part of the writer strike. I don't know if you've seen this. Is they're trying to put language into their stipulations of what they want, saying you can't be having this AI and ChatGPT writing these damn scripts and writing content. And I think it's smart for them to include that now because this ai shit is about to get crazy the listeners don't even know it's not even us talking right now we i just pushed a button to for ai to generate <laughs> this review right now of guardians of the galaxy 3 so y'all think y'all listening to the tricky and kevin y'all not it's the ai version of us <laughs> <laughs> error error <laughs> no man but seriously that's um that's so freaking interesting and it's such a it's such a problem that you didn't think that you would have right now. Right. Like, you know, in 2023, was this on your bingo card of, uh, of, of Drake AI covers coming out that are better than actual Drake songs (laughs) 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 and, uh, people right. Bro. Did you see, they did a, they cloned an entire Joe Rogan podcast episode and it wasn't Joe Rogan. It was, it was between Joe Rogan and the creator of open AI and they oh, they just dubbed an entire podcast episode and it's indistinguishable from from the real thing be, it's I, nuts. That, yeah that's crazy i did not see that yeah man. yeah but <sighs> man. we we could definitely dovetail well, off and, and talk about all, I, all that kind of stuff but uh i thank you for for your uh time that you can go into in depth to all this stuff i can't do it brother i can't i don't have the, the means i appreciate man. you just getting in there late at night and just like fall into the rabbit hole. Yeah, well, I do other things late at night. I I, <laughs> I find times for uh, <laughs> this stuff comes across. If it comes across, man, I, I try to check it out. I try to stay informed on what's up because, uh, yeah, this AI stuff is scary, bro. But now we'll 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 keep it to Guardians. Uh, we'll keep it to Guardians for sure, man. But. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the future of the MCU is going to be, man. We talk about it all the time. I tell you what, that Marvel's movie looked like it's going to suck and suck hard. Uh, and I'm, I'm, you know, you know me, bro. Me and you, we, we probably the hardest fans, uh, that that they got. You know what I'm saying? Like we constantly giving them our monies, but uh, yeah. and time, and time, man. And I don't know. You know, we we one thing that we didn't talk about doing our instant reaction episode. We talked about how we was uh, in the car, just straight up doing a podcast with microphones and everything, like right outside the movie theater. Uh, we talked about our tradition of going to see these movies the night before they come out. You know, on the, yeah, on, the, yeah. on the preview screen and everything like that. But uh, we didn't talk about how anal we are when it comes to watching trailers. Like it's. Yeah. It's a thing, man. Like we can't even be in the theater while the trailers are going on because most of the time during Marvel movies, they show trailers for upcoming Marvel movies or you know other DC movies or or whatever th- things that we you know are interested in. And it's a tough thing, man. Like with trailers, of course, I know they're trying to lock in new viewers, you know, and get that new viewership and new fans and everything like that. But for for us, 
It's like, bruh. Yeah. A lot of times these trailers, bro, they spoil the whole freaking movie. Like, we yeah. don't need to see that, you know? And then if you're watching a movie and you see a scene from the trailer, you know, it's something that pivotal is happening with like a main character. It's like, a, oh, will they, won't they die or something? And you're like, oh, no, nah, I seen them in this part of the trailer. So I know this, this can't be the end for them. And that sucks. I want to see that shit. You know, yeah. we don't need to see no trailer. Like, we fans already. You got us, right. bro. Right. I, I I mean, the trailers are always going to be part of the marketing. That's how you get, you know, like you said, new 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 viewership or new fans coming to come to the fold. Or some people who don't even keep up with movies like that. Like, they're like, oh, I didn't even know there was a new movie coming out. So it, it helps. Um, but if there's anybody that's listening that has not had an opportunity to not look at a trailer for a movie that they're expecting to see, and just kind of it will change your whole movie going experience if you just try to tune out the trailers, man. Like yeah, go in blind. Man, it it it's it's it an intensive it's like it's like it's it's like drinking and having French fries. Like the French fries taste so much better after drinking than if you just had it sober. I don't know why, but it is it's the same experience when you don't look at a trailer. And you go see <laughs> that's a that's a hell of a comparison. <laughs> drunk French fries <laughs> or, or, or Taco Bell, drunk Taco Bell, delicious. That's the only time I can eat Taco Bell. <laughs> I gotta be drunk or damn near dead. Yeah, man, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, now, all right, bro, let's get into this review, man. Let's let's get into some more topics on Guardians 3. Um. So I think we both agree, man, even after a couple of days, we're still buzzing off of this movie. We're still high on it. It's still, you know, up there in the upper echelon of the MCU films, bro. The MCU is back, baby. Like we say, phase five has gotten off to a slow start. The end of phase four was off to a slow start. Um, but they back. They did it. They yeah. uh they knocked this one out the park, man. And obviously, you know, James Gunn has a lot to do with with the success of that. So it's kind of a bittersweet thing, right? Like this is the end of an era. This is the end of the trilogy, which everyone suspects was pretty much a far gone conclusion. This is it for for James Gunn in the uh, in the MCU, especially with the with the Guardians of the Galaxy, man. So yeah, how you feeling, man? Was this uh uh satisfying conclusion to seeing what we both consider the best ensemble cast in the MCU. Yeah, I really don't know uh any other way I would have or wanted to see things go down. The one nitpick I would have had is just I wanted to see uh Star-Lord have his mask on with the full original uh comic version of their Guardians of the Galaxy uh uniforms, you know. That'd have been cool to see. So in that moment when he is in space and they having his his fake out death because there's quite a few of them. Yeah, I'm like, why, why he, why he doesn't have his mask on? Um, Gotta wear your mask, uh, bro. COVID's still out here, Star Lord. <laughs> what you doing? Right, man. Exactly. So uh, it was good, man. I think the biggest, uh, like you said. The cast man is like the biggest takeaway. Like some some James Gunn is doing over there to um, create such a like a atmosphere like that for for his cast for his people. 
you know, I think it speaks volumes, and I'm excited uh, to see what he's going to do when he gets into really gets his fingers into DC. Yeah, uh, obviously they made an incredible choice with uh, being able to lock him down over there, and um, I'm hoping that he builds some continuity and creates some of that magic over there at DC because you know we've kind of touched on it, bro. They ain't they ain't got it. Uh, it sucks, that, bro. It, uh, the things that they do get right, they still manage to get wrong. It's like how is Henry Cavill not coming back as Superman? You know how how is this back and forth? led to him ultimately being out that's crazy that makes me not even want to see the next one yeah so you know they asked james gunn if they if he was going to cast some of the guardians cast in a new superman movie he said yeah so obviously we're curious to see who uh you know who's who's going to roll over and and be and be in that next flick his brother (laughs) yeah right <laughs> you know, coming out with the arrow. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, nah, man, but you're absolutely right, bro. The way that he's able to pull in particular, bro, Chris Pratt. He's okay. able to get something out of Chris Pratt. He's able to get some magic out of Chris Pratt that no other movie has been able to get, man. He's absolutely able to embody the the 100% best out of uh out of out of Pratt you know and it's it's nice you know it's yeah, crazy man. but at the same time if I was like one of these other movies if I was Jurassic World if I was you know Tomorrow War or whatever you know some of the other stuff that he's been in I'd be like hey what the hell man <laughs> you know even the, the Super Mario Brothers movie like we're talking about man he uh his voice talents just not did, didn't come through at all it was like, pay me. Where's my check? Yeah, man. I think uh, <laughs> he uh, the other the other thing project he's been they kind of typecast him. I feel like, um, and he's he's a unique actor um, in person. So I think when you work on his uniqueness, that's where he shines. Versus if you just kind of make him generic superhero, you know, war war veteran guy saves so save so and so. It's kind of dull because we've seen that before. The standout thing about it is for like when he's in Lego movie or when he's in uh, Parks and Rec or what other uh, what was it? Five year engagement. And um, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a unique part, man. And he and he, he kills it. He shines. But, yeah. You know, I agree, man. Uh, not Just many movies him- he get where he gets where he gets to have this much range where he's kind of funny, competent action hero. But then also goofy at times, and then very emotional. If you think about it, man, he's sitting there crying over a CGI raccoon and, and killed and he, it. Yeah, you believe it, man? Yeah, and he killed it, bro. Um, yeah, you're right. What what I really want to see, I want to see the Burt Macklin FBI movie. That's what <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> That would be amazing. You can't tell me, bro. If you were to see that a Burt Macklin movie was coming out, would you not be in line for that? With with Audrey Plaza too? Absolutely. Oh, come on, bro. Of course, yeah. Of course, she got to be in. Most, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, most man. Definitely, man. Uh, you touched on uh, a, a fake CGI raccoon to get an emotional. Can we talk about this for a second, man? When you watch the Guardians movie and you watch Rocket, do you ever at any point think 
This is Bradley Cooper. Huh. Do you, I mean, do, do you ever, does that, does that ever even cross your mind? Uh, in the beginning, like when they show his name, I'm like, oh yeah, Bradley Cooper's in there. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but. Aside from you knowing, aside from you but, knowing like that, that is him, you know? Sometimes you forget that he even, like, do you like, did he even do this? Like, did he put in right. work? Right. Exactly. Exactly. But he, but he did. Yeah, you're you're right. He is not getting enough credit for his voice acting. Not at all, man. Not at all. And, and just the um, I was gonna say ambiguity. Is that the right word? Like the fact that he's not. He, you don't ever see him talking about it. He's not ever like doing interviews. Like you barely. When I first saw the credits of of his name in the movie, I was like, "What the hell role is Bradley Cooper playing?" And then when somebody said that he was playing Rocket, this was like based off the first movie. I I legit thought they were joking. I thought it was a joke. I was like, "Oh, you know, this, this somebody's being silly." You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. That was that's not Bradley Cooper. But you know, come to find out, like, yeah, it is, and. Unless you see the credits that that Bradley Cooper is voicing Rocket, but you have no clue. To me, it's 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 a real raccoon, uh, <laughs> and it's a completely different part. It's it's nowhere associated with Bradley Cooper whatsoever, and that's that's the markings of a great performance, bro. His voice doesn't sound like Bradley Cooper. I don't think Bradley Cooper at all. Yeah, you think, Chat. GPT, uh, something, bro, something. I mean, just generic voice, voice acting, man. But no, kudos to him. I mean, with Vin Diesel, ah, uh, yeah, I, I thought, okay, I'm group, you know, like even oh, especially, man. especially at the end when, when, uh, you know, he switched up the line, uh, and the audience, it was, it wasn't a thing, to, uh, because I, I had to look that up. It wasn't a thing to where they were saying like, oh, now all of a sudden, group can say more words than just I am group. It was more of a thing to where we as the audience uh could kind of could hear him. You know, we were being uh, let yeah, let yeah. in on it, you know. So yeah. okay. but when he said that, I I I could I can hear Vin Diesel, but with, with Rocket, I don't hear Bradley Cooper at all, man. He is totally giving himself to that character and and putting himself in that role. And I think he doesn't he doesn't get enough credit for for uh his amazing work as that character. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, and then Vin Diesel, <laughs> I'm like, man, how how he's gonna get credit for saying <laughs> like I am Groot five different ways, and then that and that <laughs> and that is what he gets credit for. Like, I want, I could I get to a place like that to where somebody records my voice, and basically I get a a stream of income just for saying three, not words. even a. Yeah, not even full sentence, just made up words. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's a hell of a check. That is a hell of a check to get, man. And um, no matter what happens, you look on IBM, he's listed. Yep. No, he's getting full credit. Yeah. He's getting full credit for this, man. He doesn't so. have to go into marketing. He doesn't go to promotion. He has to do any of that stuff. He doesn't have to leave his room or what he's doing. He can make as many Fast and Furious movies as he wants to make. And he's still getting that man come from from using his voice. Yeah, what a life. What a life, man. But uh man, let's take a break and then we're gonna come back, uh chop it up a little bit more about this movie, man. Give a deep dive review, and uh at the end we're gonna give our bank deposit uh score 
on this thing. So, y'all, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back. All right, we back. We back and we black still. Uh, what's up, bro? Check on that, huh? Yeah, sometimes it changes. Uh, <laughs> what you do during the break, bro? Uh, you know, check some emails, text, text the wife, you know, normal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't even want to know what you did in your break. I really, it's all uh, good. I had to address this microphone issue and why I stink. Uh, <laughs> Like I say, I know, <laughs> I know I'm the source. So I spray some Febreze in my mouth. <laughs> so hopefully that uh that does a trick. <laughs> we good though. We good right. though. We back. We good yeah, though. Man. Um, let's let's get into this movie, man. Let's get into this movie a little deeper. Deeper, deeper, she says. Um Adam Warlock. That's how this this the story begins. Now, obviously, you know, this movie was kind of cut and dry with the uh with the synopsis, you know. Uh Rocket is is, you know, kind of the hero of this one. Rocket gets shot in the beginning, uh, due to Adam Warlock. Uh <laughs> it kind of kind of funny that the yeah, origins just... of, of Adam Warlock even being created is because he stole the damn batteries uh, from <laughs> From from what what's their name? The high priestess of uh oh, damn what's what's the name of that group? I can't remember. But um yeah, anyway, man, he comes man, in with the blank. vengeance. Yeah, he comes in with the vengeance, man, and uh and and wounds Rocket. But look, Adam Warlock, bro, what's your thoughts on him? I want you to nerd out, bro, because this is the balance of this show, right? You know, I bring the silliness and you bring the origins the source material of a lot of these characters and stuff because i don't i don't get into the source material you know i never read comics and stuff as a kid and i was kind of a late bloomer to the mcu you know credit to you you got me into all of these things man so i'm sorry and yeah i know right yeah uh you apologize to my wife bro because she she just wants me to be a man and be in the sports and uh You gotta hold it. You gotta keep it secret. Then once you get married, you got them. They can't do nothing about it. Party agreement. That's what I did. Um, so I don't. I, I didn't really grow up like knowing too much about Adam Warlock. Uh, I think he was on the Silver Surfer cartoon as a kid. Um, and then he kind of appeared on the, the like not the last Avengers cartoon, but the second to the last one, the Earth's Mightiest Hero one, and. Uh, he was like uh real serious like like he was man he 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 wasn't i like the way they they done him i know that there's a lot of like adam warlock fans that are probably like kind of you know pissed off a little bit it would be kind of like vision coming out and being goofy you know okay and, and you got it that's kind of how that's kind of how he's looked at in the comics or at least that's what i think it is where he was kind of this creation, but he's above all everybody else. He's kind of like the the old like if everybody else is getting whooped, here he comes in to step in and kind of help help out. Um, he's like the Guardians, um, Captain Marvel uh, in a sense in the MCU, where there are comics where you know he's pretty much taking on Thanos by himself. And okay, he he's like I said, very serious. 
kind of kind of person for them to kind of have this diff the different take I, I like i said i like it i, I like the fact they're not trying to take it uh so serious and it would have been a hard transition to kind of have him out and to to be like that because the way i've seen him it's been like he'll talk like a shakespearean uh actor oh yeah like yeah they're like oh, i've come here to command and you know, all this other stuff so yeah um, uh, but it, yeah, it would have been too, too, it would have been like, it would have been kind of corny if he came in that way. No offense to anybody who wanted it the way it was. I just think in the realm we're in, it would have been, it's a, it was an easier pill to swallow having them coming in and fitting in with the misfits. Cause it had been kind of like, why is he with the misfits? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So the way that he's portrayed in the movie is that he didn't get to be to cook in the cocoon, I guess for as long as he was actually supposed to, and kind of came out as uh, not being fully functional brain wise, and really taking things a little too lit literally, not understanding things fully, uh, but obviously still having all of the strength to, to be associated with the original character. Uh, and it, yeah, like you say, it fits in with the guardians, right? It's, it's yeah. more like a, a a stronger Drax, you know, with like more ability, you know? So yeah, I like, I, I definitely like the way that they portrayed him, the way that he came off. Uh, it was good. So in the source material, does he also link up with the, does he end up befriending the, the guardians and, and join that crew? Does he ultimately uh, become a hero from, from being a, a villain originally, or was he always, uh, no, uh, no, and so, and, and he was always kind of this hero. He was all because he was in that gem in his head is usually set as the soul stone. So he's kind of has that connection with with the uh, in the MCU. I mean, in uh, in Marvel, in the comics, uh, and he's always a good guy. Um, I think even in the comics, he was like linked up with Gamora. That was his his girl for a little bit. Oh, word. Uh, yeah, I think, I think, but in the comics, like right now, or at least like in the last uh, five or six years ago, um, Star Lord is kind of hooking up with uh, the K Kitty Pride. I don't know if you remember her, the one that walks Shadow Cat walks the walls. Oh, uh, uh, Elliot, yeah, Elliot Page character. Yeah, yeah. So I um, got you. But yeah, man, he 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 was not really like that. Once again. Like how they did it, man. And the 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 guy, oh man, what's that dude? Is it uh, Adam? Is it Adam Polter? What's the what's the guy's what's the actor's oh, name? Oh yeah, Pol is it pronounced Polter? Polter? Yeah. yeah. Man, that dude's that dude that dude had the has a has a had a come up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was good, man. He was good. Yeah, he's, he's good in a lot of every everything that he's done. I've seen him, he, he's been a standout. I don't know if it's because he has a unique look. Or he just kills it, but he's he's always been a standout. I know you've seen uh, "We're the Millers." Yeah, bro, that's that's what I think when I think of him. Uh, he was funny in that man, real funny. So yeah. he has the comedic chops. You know, he can he can pull off the 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 hero stuff as well. Um, it's just better that way, man. It's just good. I mean, we talked about it before. Thor was a, a more serious character, but when they switched him up to you know humorize him. It just made him so much more of a lovable character, so much more yeah. relatable, you know? 
Yeah, I'm glad you said that because, yeah, the original Thor is probably more in line with what Adam Warlock was in uh, the forms of media that I've seen him in in the past. So, yeah, no, it's good. I like it when the MCU is lighthearted with that, because like you say, not a lot of people want to tune in to just see guys straight up just I'm going to defeat you and like yeah, all this kind yeah. of corny ass stuff. You know, it's like, yeah. come on, man. You know, so that's good, bro. But um. Aside from uh, Adam Warlock being introduced in, in this movie, uh, we get in that character. As I say, this movie is kind of silently about Rocket and his origin story. We finally got to go back and see how Rocket was created. Uh, you know, he never wanted to talk about it in the earlier films, but we really got to see get a peek behind that curtain. And uh, man, if you are not a fan of animal abuse, this movie uh, was maybe a tough watch. You know, even though it's all fictional, no animals were harm, harmed in the in the making of this movie. I don't know that for sure, but I could I could probably say that with ninety nine percent certainty that uh they did not have a walrus in a wheelchair that was gunned down. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just for the making of the movie, you know. So I think I think we're pretty good there, man. But just the visuals of it, um, it was a tough it was a tough watch, man. It it you know. It definitely pulled at the heartstrings, seeing them go down and everything. But but as far as <laughs> I don't know why that was, man. Usually you're kind of like ah, and and if you if you add up the minutes, it's probably about a good fifteen minutes that you spend with those animals throughout the whole movie. Yeah, but, but for some reason you're like oh no, they didn't they didn't they didn't shot the wars. You had to have known it was coming though. As soon as those animals, as soon as he got caged up with those animals, and they started giving pleasantries to each other, especially when they gave each other names. I was like, oh, oh it's coming. It's coming, bro. They about to get us. <laughs> they, they, All they did was tell you names so you could say R.I.P. Yeah. Oh, let's, let's let's go ahead and get the headstones ready for them, right? Uh, and the little seal. What was, was she? Was, was, no, she was the, uh, 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 an otter. Uh, as soon as the otter, she, she was a golden girl, bro. She was like, thank you for being a friend. It's like, she was... <laughs> She was all about like <laughs> she was all about this friendship <laughs> shit. And I'm like, shut your mouth, shut up. You're gonna die. I know you're gonna die. And the more you talk about being a friend, and the more you talk about like, she might as well have said, I just love being alive so much, bro. You know, because <laughs> you knew she was about to get yanked <laughs> from us. <laughs> hey guys, I don't know. You don't know how long I'll be here, but I will die. It's just yeah. <laughs> this is it. Oh man, yeah. So you knew it was you knew they were setting you up. You knew they were setting you what, up for the cut hey, punch. What got me is every time she walked, you could hear her flap, her feet flap. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you hear this like tap, tap, tap. I was like, is that her arms? Or they like <laughs> the stinky let you know there's her feet flopping against the ground. Like, yeah, that's a lot of detail, bro. Yeah, it is, man. You know, that's what they do. They go to a lot of detail in these movies, man. So they they went through a lot to set you up. Like I say, just a small amount of time. My 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 last question was, <laughs> I was like, are they ever gonna let this rabbit show how she opens her mouth? Right. Food. You know? Yeah, seriously. How did that rabbit eat? That's a good question. She had the Bane mask on. That shit was terrifying. <laughs> it looked like a combination. It looked like like Sid from Toy Story got a hold of her ass. You know? <laughs> <laughs> she was the most messed up out of all of them. 
man. She couldn't even think right, bro. Everybody else giving themselves legit names. She like, I'm floor because I'm <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh yeah, it was wild, but we knew it, we knew it was coming. Uh, but yeah, man, we finally got Rocket's origin story. Um, speaking of speaking of people getting taken from us, though, were you surprised? that with this, you know, pretty much confirming confirming being the last of the Guardian Gal- of, of the Galaxy movies, that there weren't any major deaths. You know, we didn't get any major deaths from the, the cast. Were you shocked by that? I was. I thought the person that was going to, if, if I was going to be taken away, was Drax for some reason. Like, I don't know why I thought Drax was going to be the one to get taken out. You don't like Drax? What you got against Drax? I got, man, Drax is cool. I got no problem with Drax. I just thought, I think he was the first one to kind of be like, well, there's no James Gunn. There's no, there's no Drax. Like, Batista was like, I'm very, very adamant about that. So I was like, I thought Disney was going to be like, because of that, we got to let you go. So I thought that was what's going to happen. Other than that, I didn't really think about anybody else leaving uh, the the squad or dying. I, I really wasn't. I like Drax's arc. You know, Drax's arc was, you know, obviously Drax the Destroyer, you know, this guy who's out for blood, seeking vengeance against Ronan and Thanos, you know, and just so consumed with uh, being being macho, you know, even though he's always been, you know, this lighthearted character that takes things so literally that it's that it's hilarious and funny, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He's he's like a comic relief guy, but yeah. um just just overall you know his his whole thing throughout you know talking to peter and stuff is just some people dance and some people don't you know he's always considered himself a, a non quote-unquote dancer and to have his uh art come full circle at the end you know where obviously you know they told him you weren't you weren't born to be a destroyer you were born to be a dad you know and his conclusion being that he's there to take care of the kids and he's at the end dancing with the kids and stuff. I thought that was, that was pretty cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree, man. Um, in most, in most cases you, when you think of Drax, you don't think about him destroying stuff. You probably think about him either saying something, taking something literal and making it a joke or him just laughing like, that laugh, yeah. Yeah, man, just like, ah, that big roaring laugh for either somebody's, you know, <laughs> detriment. Some, some, somebody else is in pain, but he thinks it's funny. <laughs> yeah, he has a great laugh, bro. That laugh is amazing. Especially for, you know, you know, that's not a natural laugh. You know, yeah. for him to be able to give that laugh on cue, that's pretty good because it's yeah. like a deep, hearty laugh, man. So, no, you love, you love Drax, man. Speaking of Drax, uh, you know, we kind of we kind of talked about it last episode, man. How some of the the characters have like their own little sub connections and stuff. So the connection between him and Mantis is just always comedy gold, man. Uh, you know, you had the the scenes where he uh, Mantis was like, "I I want a, a Zorgnut." And he's like, oh, I don't have any more. <laughs> and you see him sneaking in the bag <laughs> to eat the last one. <laughs> that was hilarious. And then like she made the uh the security guard uh fall uh, in love with Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> it's like every time. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, you know, it, it shows that this is like a common thing between them, just a little the little jokes and stuff. And man, just the way that, you know, the writers of James Gunn, it's it, it portrayed this connection between them just throughout those small little scenes. You just feel like you know them and you know that connection and you in it with them, you know? And that was pretty cool. That yeah, that that that's made them relatable. Um I like the fact that you're when you see him in Connect and, and Guardians 2, and even in the Christmas special, you're thinking that, okay, are they building a relationship between? Are they trying to ship them? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. but really and truly, it doesn't really matter, man. They just it's just uh they're they're there's love for each other, whether it's brotherly, sister love, best friend love, they just got love for each other. And I think you know, a lot of uh movies and TV shows don't really kind of focus on that like there's a there's a few there's a few shows that do that but not a lot of uh um comic book or superhero sci-fi shows really focus on just hey man these are just people just going to be friends i think one of the standout uh there's been like standout scenes in this movie where it's just like friends like grieving over each other or celebrating each other you know or just giving each other a hard time for for fun, and makes it so much, so much, so so relatable, bro. Like, um, I don't think we get enough of that, really. I think, you know, sometimes some of these movies are so so busy trying to chase the the love between, you know, a significant other or parents and children that they skip over friendships. And your friends are like a big part of you because they're actually the people that you chose to hang out with. Like your family, you have no you have no choice in that matter. If people are related to you or not. You, you you do not have a choice. Yeah. But when it comes to your friends, you you get to choose them. And when someone that you love loses that you decided to make part of your life, it, it hurts, man. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And I know, you know, when, as people get older in life, they absolutely realize that, like you say, you don't choose your friends, man. If your friends become family, because, you know, that's that's what you're chosen. And um, you make a good point, man. You know, obviously, kind of they kind of gave a misdirect as as though it was like, OK, are we going to create a relationship out of these two? Uh, I kind of like the misdirect and I kind of like that they didn't do that, even yeah. with pe- even with Peter and Gamora. You yeah. know, and and, and and you know, we'll talk about that, man. Um, it would have been a little corny, bro. To be honest with you, you know, if, what if, what if the conclusion was that Drax and Mantis end up together, Peter and Gamora, you know, that version of Gamora hook up? Uh, what what the hell? I mean, I guess you'd have Rocket hook up with uh, uh, damn, what's the blue sister's name? Uh, <laughs> Nebula. Yeah, Rocket hook up with Nebula. Uh, then, then, you know, then you just you just have friends in space. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. You know, it would have been corny. I think that they didn't do that. Uh, it, it was. It's better that way because it's yeah. it's realistic. Let's talk. Let's talk about something. Um, uh, the whole Peter and Gamora thing. You know, okay. obviously that was a central theme to the whole movie. Like we kind of talked about last time. I hate that we weren't able to go into the movie blind with not knowing exactly what happened to Gamora. If anybody that didn't tune into our instant reaction video, uh, I brought up the question of 
you know, there were deleted scenes that came out after Endgame release, like a year after Endgame release, showing how Gamora walked away from the whole battle uh, with, with Thanos, you know, and in Endgame, when Thor joined the group and they were looking on the computer, they, they didn't know where Gamora was. Of course, one of my questions, I still haven't gotten a straight answer with this. I think, I think people are just letting it go. You know, my thing is, how did that not create an incursion or the TVA not get involved with Gamora being from a completely different timeline and just being a part of this timeline? But whatever the case, whatever, I guess they just let it go because it is a lot (laughs) involved with that. So everybody's just like, screw it. We want Gamora back. We got Gamora back. But in actuality, bro, think about it. It's sad. It's actually sad. Gamora died. Gamora straight up died, and I don't, I don't think enough people are keying in on that. You know what I'm saying? The Gamora that we knew, the Gamora that that Peter knew, that that everybody knew that we had came up with in, you know, the the first and second Guardians movies, she died in Infinity War. Yeah, Thanos killed her. She's yeah, gone. Yeah, her adopted father just said threw her off the bridge, threw her off the cliff. Yeah. Yeah, she's so that character is <laughs> dead, and we watched her die in a brutal way. So this alternate timeline, Gamora, that is not her. That's not her. That's not the same character. And also, in actuality, the same could be said about Groot. That's not the same Groot. That right. is a different version of of Groot. Groot yeah. died straight up yeah. died in the first Guardians movie. So you know the, the fact that we're getting these characters, quote unquote, back. Uh, they're not the same. They're they are absolutely not the same characters, man. So um, I do kind of like that James Gunn didn't just take the easy way out, you know, the fanfare route to say, all right, even though this is a completely different person, you know, let's just go ahead and hook them up. Let's let Peter and this version of Gamora hook up uh, because it's, it's true. Gamora doesn't know this nigga at all. She don't no. know who he is. She don't yeah. have those memories with him. Right. You know, so I like that they didn't that they didn't, you know, just go ahead and put them together at the end of this movie. What what about you? Would you have would you have liked to have seen, you know, her go off the stories and go off of uh this adventure that they had and say, Hey, you know what? I think this I think this could work. I mean, typically that's what that what will usually happen. You know, they'll find that gem of of like, oh, I see what the other person was seizing them and I, you know, I can connect, I can love, but you know, there's no way that she could really be with them. If you think about it, like I can't with all the time that I spent with my wife, I, I, I can't go back and try and date, you know, can't go back in time and try and date her whenever I first met her. She would never freak her out. That'd be crazy. Like I'm trying to bring years of history and love and all that stuff to, to that. Yeah, it, it would it wouldn't work. Can't, can't do it. So, um, I think is the more realistic way to, to kind of address it. I but I really did think it was going to be a situation where they hook up, and I'm glad that he had that he, he like like you said decided to stick to his guns to 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 keep it to where it is. It no has pun. to have some 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 weight. Yeah, yeah. No pun intended. No. <laughs> uh, uh, it has to have some some type of weight. Some 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 has there has to be. A reaction to the actions that happen from uh, Endgame, and we need more of that. I think in the MCU because f- for me, 
the the snap is not talked about enough, man. It really they can do so much more with that um concept, but they haven't touched it really since um Captain America and Winter Soldier, man. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's tough. They did just kind of go back to like, oh, everybody's back. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just pick up where we left off. You know, yeah. there'll be so many, there'll be so many issues with that. It would be insane. So many yeah. people that had hooked up with other people's, like just economically, you know, things. Yeah, people. yeah. You seen manifest, you know? Yeah, bro. I, yeah. I like like for example, I think that like she she hulk would have been cool if she hulk was actually the same age as, as Bruce Banner. And now that now and through the snap, she was gone. Nothing happened to her. I mean, she wasn't around, and now he's like so much older than her. And that's why they have the kind of the relationship that they have. And that's oh, why I she's fighting you. so hard to be a lawyer because she missed five years of her opportunity to grow in her career. Like to me, that would have been an interesting concept. But yeah, really, they're not they're not approaching that stuff anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, it just seemed like they're trying to keep it a little bit more lighthearted. But I would like a, a manifest version of the MCU where they do go deeper into detail of of the snap. Hell, I would like it almost if there was like a subplot, like a like a like a show, like a Disney Plus show of people that just had no idea who the hell Thanos was. It was like. What in the fuck happened? <laughs> Where has everybody been for five years? What what if what if Manifest is secretly a part of the MCU? And that show is connected with it, and oh. they have no idea uh, uh that the Avengers and the Thanos exist. Now, now, now you thinking, Kev. Now, yeah. now I, you, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that meme over the, the all the math problems is going over the head. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's 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 me right now. I think you <laughs> we're, we're in the deep end now, brother. Yeah, we <laughs> we're in the thick. Yeah. We're in the thick. Uh, anybody listening, if you have not seen the show Manifest, if you are just straight up an MCU DC comic book nerd, uh, watch Manifest. Manifest is is freaking amazing. So if you have no idea what we're talking about, you can check out all seasons of Manifest on Netflix. And this is not they are not a sponsor at all. But um, yeah, yeah. It's take up your time too. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's a good time taker. But so many episodes. <laughs> but yeah, Gamora, man, Gamora to wrap to wrap her up. Um, she ended with uh, you know, they they made it a point to show how happy she was with the Ravagers and how happy you know she was to be back with them and just how happy she is in general. So that kind of put a bow on her arc. Uh, I think she's also said that she's done playing the character. So, you know, as far as we know, we don't get to see the beautiful Zoe Saldana dressed up in green no more. Uh, we got to settle with her being blue in Avatar, yeah. uh, which I don't like as much. Uh, she she played the hell out of uh, Gamora, man. Just kudos to her as well. Talk about an actor bringing it, just like Bradley Cooper did with the lending his voice. Zoe Saldana, she don't know a different mode than 10. You know, she don't know how to go, how to, she don't know how to not go hard. Yeah. You know, no matter what role she's playing, she gives it all, man. So she always knocks it out. And yeah, I think you mentioned it, man, that uh, you can see a difference in her character. You know, like the, the character that she played as the original Gamora to this other alternate timeline version of Gamora 
is different. And, yeah. and she, she, I mean, I haven't seen an actor be able to do that since, uh, since Moon Knight, since Oscar Isaac. I mean, literally, bro, you'll be watching Oscar Isaac in one scene and, and it just clicks over to another scene and you're like, oh, wait, is, is that, you know, Steven or is, is that the other version of Moon Knight? It's, yeah. It's insane how well these these actors can play these roles, man. And she's yeah. she's one of them. That's just incredible. You you know what my favorite scene is with her in this whole that whole movie. Did she get next? She, no. <laughs> yeah, I know that would be a favorite, hey, man. Man, they, they change change the <laughs> top ten. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> that, yeah, that would be my favorite MCU movie ever. Uh, when she shoots the the uh, old co- the coordinator in the in the leg, oh my god, <laughs> bro! Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. That was probably like for me, I audibly laughed when that <laughs> happened, bro. Because when people get shot, usually in these movies, they don't give a natural reaction. That was the most natural reaction, <laughs> and it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, usually they like fall out there, oh, you know, back up. Oh, this girl, this girl lifted her leg and screamed. <laughs> and they try to carry her to safety. <laughs> oh, oh man. man, that was so funny. It was like it was a halfway like her being shocked that she actually got shot in pain. All in the same. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, awesome yeah. That was my favorite scene with her. Uh, so yeah. Man, I'm kind of surprised that, like we said, we both agree. We're happy that they didn't pit uh, Gamora and Peter just back together for the hell of it. But in the scene where they, you know, made it seem like Peter Peter wasn't going to make it on the ship and, and die in space, I thought that they were going to give a call back to Guardians 1 and have Gamora save Peter this time. You know, because that's what happened. Uh, you know, t- talking about you know them not having a history, the memory of the history. Like that was I mean, he saved her life in the first movie. You know, she was out there in space; she was about to die, and he, you know, sacrificed himself in order to save her. Uh, I thought that they were going to kind of do something the same and have her like repay the favor, and that would have been something that kind of could have rekindled that flame. Uh, but instead, of course, Adam Warlock saved, uh, saved ended up saving Peter. <laughs> He came out there slow too, slow as hell. He was like, he was like cruising, it's fine. This whole movie, we didn't see this dude glow yellow, but how fast he's flying. <laughs> but in this moment, he's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, he took like, a sweet ass time for sure. He did, he did, he really did. And you like, he came, he brought his hand out. It looked like the uh, God dog, uh, Michelangelo's painting. Yeah, 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 yeah. The hands is like, I was like, okay, yeah. But, yeah, man. Uh, that was cool. That was cool. It was, it was all right. You know, it was like okay, they not go, they not gonna do that. And I understood why they did. They, I mean, they still could have. Gamora could have saved them. It just could have been like a courtesy or whatever, just to show that Gamora still has. You know, she was she was pretty raw in this movie, man. She was pretty mean. Uh, you know, she definitely was that earlier version of Gamora who didn't give us, you know, who, who didn't give a fuck. But um, yeah, that yeah, you're right. There's there's two ways that Gamora has always looked at him like, man, I'm dealing with incompetent people. But the difference is the in the first two, she's busy trying to move forward the the move forward the plan, trying to get things together, 
leading the team, so to speak, right? Yeah. And in this one, she's kind of the same thing. People are incompetent, but now she's trying to be that anchor or or that 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 weight that that's dragging them down. She doesn't want to be a part of what they're doing. She's trying to stop them from doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. Uh, she's not leading the charge. She's basically trying to stop all their all their activities, man. She's like everything's not really anything they're doing is not really worth it. Yeah. And 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 I think because of you know losing her original sister, finding out that her dad would have killed her and actually everybody that she's known gets snapped away. I think that there is a um you know lingering um trauma there anyway of course i mean it's just so many things you know she don't have that that history at all she don't she don't know them she she, why should she care you know she was just hired in this movie to do a service man so you know it 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 was cool you know i think it was the most realistic way that they could have portrayed gamora and the most realistic ending given you know the history of what we know about the character and how as we said the original character yeah, actually died. So, I have, I have, I have no complaints, man. I have what no about complaints uh, uh, so we got everybody? I think we've we've gone over the villain kind of in the the early quick breakdown. I don't think it's really much we can do with him. But what about uh, Nebula, villain. man? Nebula was looking good, you know, in blue. Uh, <laughs> now, nah, man, Nebula's cool, bro. Nebula's a cool character. She she had you know she she has an arc as well throughout the trilogy uh in the infinity war and in game and everything man i think that her character has come full circle you know learned compassion she was always so robotic so you know uh not really engaged but you saw how she considers them family now you know yeah. she, she has her role to play and uh i think it's cool man i like i like nebula yeah my favorite scene uh probably of nebula overall is is when she finds out not just in this movie just all three movies she finds out rocket is alive yeah she just starts breaking down sobbing to kind of like connect all that time that they had just together through the through the snap and how they bonded um that was really cool for them to kind of kind of kind of do i mean they had a scene where she was like all i wanted was a sister in the second one second guardians of the galaxy um and it had some weight but this one just carried so much more man as someone who's watched like years and years of film now and and, and seen that happen and yeah it's pretty good now they yeah they did her right you know she came off as a little annoying in some of the earlier movies especially when you go back and watch it's like yo why bro but they they gave her a satisfying conclusion man like i say coming yeah. coming full circle taking into consideration all the movies but hey, all in all, like I say, you know, I wouldn't say this was a hundred percent flawless movie, but it was a damn good right. one. Uh, yeah. Satisfying conclusion to the to the trilogy. But with that being said, uh, let's go ahead and give our bank deposit score, our, our official bank deposit score on where this movie will rank uh, in our pantheon of, of films in our history when we go back and watch it. Uh, you know, and look at our scores, man. So, right, right. without further ado, brother. What do you give this movie on your bank deposit score? Zero being nah, man. I, I can't get this movie. None of my, none of my bank, none of my stacks are five. Saying yeah, take all my money, man. Look, I'm gonna be honest. It was probably gonna be uh, a four, four stacks. 
but the scene where they <laughs> they have that goat thing come out. What goat thing? <laughs> uh, Mantis is uh, trying to save all the animals, and there's like this goat thing that got uh, in the middle. <laughs> Dad, that was she screamed. <laughs> <laughs> That was Pete Davidson. Was it? Oh, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah. Which is even, this is even better. It makes the boat even better, man. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> like that that was a funny-ass scene. <laughs> it was unnecessary, but, bro. Very. I, I can't see the movie without it, man. I'm, I'll be looking forward to that to that scene. So does uh, that, that raise or, or lower Oh, of course score? it raises it. It raises it, man, to, to four and a half stacks, man. Like, there are some things I can nitpick, but I so hardly give give my money to it, man. And I'd watch it again. Yeah. What about you, brother? Oh man. Uh damn. I hate to make it seem like I'm 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 jocking off of your same score, man, because when you said four stacks, yeah, I already had it in my mind. I knew that I was, you know, in all likelihood gonna give it four and a half stacks, man. Uh but I'm I'm with you. You know, it is what it is. When you when you got a uh when you got a four and a half rack movie, that's just that's just what it looks like. You know, I don't know why I you know I can't give it five. Of course, it's just not a flawless film. It's not it's a it's a sequel. I don't think any sequel, you know, maybe could get a whole five stacks. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not a hundred percent original movie. Um, maybe you know. We plan to do reviews of older movies as well, so we'll go back and watch some some classic movies, even if they're not like straight up superhero or comic book movie. I can't even think what a what a five stack movie may be. I mean, you're talking about like Godfather type stuff, you know, yeah. uh, uh, Terminator Two, so Dark Knight, you know, yeah, yeah these are possible. Sequel, like, but... yeah, but uh, well, yeah, we, exactly. We named we just named two sequels that uh, negates everything I just said, right? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it can't happen, man. But nah, four and a half stacks for me, bro. I think that's solid. That's an amazing score. You know, obviously, uh, shoot, it's a great, it's a great score for this movie, man. So four and a half stacks, bro. We're gonna we'll, we'll yeah. just put that down as as four and a half stacks, man. That's where this movie, that's where this movie ranks. I think they did an amazing job. Yeah. But man, yo, I think we did it, bro. Um. This this was a good one. As always, man, I love the experience, man, seeing the movie, talking about the movie. Let the people know again, guys, this is what we do anyway. This is what we do on a normal basis. We just bring y'all into it, man. So anybody still listening at this point, we definitely appreciate y'all being here. If you like what we're doing, let us know. Holla at us, bruh. Give us a thumbs up. Hit the notification bell so you know when these things are coming, so you know when you can get them first and, uh, you know, listen to us uh, do this and, and join us on this journey always, man. But, um, yo, hit us up on YouTube. Hit us up on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, man. We're going to keep these things coming to y'all. As always, Kev, love you, brother. Me too, brother. Appreciate you being here, man. And we're going to holler at y'all later. All right. Peace. Peace and love.